We are neck deep in the NFL playoffs, and you can now keep the excitement going with MyBookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched up to 1000 bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. All you have to do is sign up, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and you get your funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets at my bookie with the NFL postseason in full swing. There's no shortage of games to choose from at my bookie. And everyone knows the playoffs equals points. Best time of the year to hammer the overs. How about the bills and chiefs way over in that one time to go ahead and jump in and have some fun. My bookie is home to exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to a thousand dollars by using promo code Zabe and place your bets and get ready for the intensity of championship weekend. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Today on the Zabecast, we are one week away from the Commanders. How is my boy One Account Roads handling it? The nostalgia was thick on the 30th anniversary of the Skins' last Super Bowl, but did it sting more than it soothe? We'll discuss. What am I missing on the Rodgers' watch front? And I've boiled it down to five unthinkable options. All that plus cloudy? With a chance of iguanas? Your 30-minute dose of pure Zabe is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Oh, here we go! Thursday, January 27, 2022. Thank you for downloading. Aaron Rodgers did sit with and talk to Pat McAfee on Tuesday. And it was more of the same and nothing of real substance. Not a lot of football discussed either, such as what happened on that final drive that fizzled, that led to the last punt and the Niners having a chance to come and steal the game. Nothing about missing Lazard on what would have been a huge gainer on a simple crossing pattern in the middle of a wide open field or whether or not he got too dependent on Adams and got tunnel vision. Now, I know McAfee's his boy. He's not going to ask him anything uncomfortable or make him look bad, but there was a real chance there for the punter to get with his football guy, bro, and really peel back some layers and talk about the way things work and the regrets of, yeah, I'm going to really, that throw's going to haunt me. Just wasn't there. I didn't expect it, but it just needs to be noted. It just wasn't there. Also, Rodgers again went back on the lots of people tuned in just to see me lose. Okay, enough of this already. We get it. We know. You're not wrong. I'm on your side, by the way. I am pro-choice, anti-mandate to the end of the earth. But nobody fucking cares anymore. You know? That's the thing. It's like... Honestly, just let it go, please. Nobody cares. And I don't think anyone tuned in just to see him lose. I think people that were already tuned in watching football because they like football, those that didn't like him were, of course, rooting for him to lose. But the notion of, you know, got a high rating because lots of people tuned in. Like, I don't like football and I don't know what's going on. Who are these teams? I hate that Rodgers guy, low. So I'm going to. Tune in just for that reason alone. Uh, I'm sorry, but I do not see that being the case at all. 
So as much of a 12 stand that I am, I just wish he could make his point, stick and move, and keep her moving. Because guess what? After a loss like this, after a performance by you like that, guess what? Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. Exactly. Let's just keep her moving. Now, here's what's interesting. So I did a sort of around the horn poll as of right now what people's gut was as to whether Rodgers would be back or not. Never mind if he would be traded. Never mind if he would retire. Just is he back or not? And I don't see it happening. I, I, I just think there's no chance. And I'll explain why in a second. But I went around the horn, and I would say that at least 60 to 70% of my colleagues, fellow talk show hosts at 97 Through the Game, producers, some of the sales guys who have followed the Packers and no sports, even though they sell, They're like, he'll be back. He'll be back. And I'm like, what am I missing here? Because the way I see it, it's like this. He could come back. He should come back. It'd be nice if he came back. He can't go out like that, can he, right? But I look at it like this. You ever have a party in high school or go to a party? It's like a big blowout. Someone's parents are gone. Dude, I got a keg. Come on over to my parents' house. It's going to be a rager. And you get there, and it's going great like this season was, and you're like, this is going to be the greatest night of your life. And you hear that there's a group of really hot chicks, which would be the Super Bowl, and they're coming over here at 11 o'clock tonight from another all-girls school across town, and you're like, yes, yes, this party is the best. It's going to be great. And then at 10.30, break it up. The cops come, bust up the party, confiscate your keg. And it's over. And you're devastated. The girls are like, no, oh, they're not coming now. They heard that the cops came. And so, yeah, that's done. Has that ever happened to you? I know it has at least once for me. And there's always that, okay, guys, hold on a second. We can rally here. Let's not call it a night just yet. You start scheming. I can get another keg over here. But I don't have the money for it, but I do have my parents' checkbook, and I could forge a check, and they're going to be pissed at me, and I'll explain it later. I don't know how that's going to – it's going to be bad, but let's worry about that's a That's a next week problem when they get back. Um, we can call everybody who left. We'll say, no, we got another keg, and we'll keep it quiet this time. We'll have people park their cars kind of scattered throughout the neighborhood so it doesn't look like a big party. Come on, guys. We could do it. That's where the Packers are right now, thinking – Here's all the guys we can save money on, cutting them, extending them, and then we bring Rodgers back and we convince Adams maybe we do a, a, a placeholder franchise tag and work out a long-term deal, and we could do this, we could do that, and draft this guy. It's too much work. Eventually, the plan to restart the party collapses under the weight of, yeah, it's over. So, with that said, I present to you the five unthinkable options that I see currently facing this team. Listening? Well, I've narrowed your choices down to five unthinkable options. Here they are. Option one, burn down the salary cap, keep Rodgers and Adams. I would love for this to be the case. This is my preferred scenario. Two, burn down the salary cap, keep Rodgers and lose Adams. By the way, I think it's not a done deal that if you just keep Rodgers that Adams necessarily stays as well to be with his guy. Adams is going to be the most coveted free agent or potential sign-and-trade guy on the market this winter. 
And I look at the Chargers with all that cap space and that young quarterback, and I'm thinking, yep, if I was Adams, I'd love to be there. Oh, yeah, there was a report that shook out who knows how credible it is. Could just be internet rumor that Rodgers wants to be traded to the Chargers for Justin Herbert because <laughs> he's a California guy. The Chargers would be fucking nuts if they made that trade. Nuts. But anyway, I digress. Um, I don't think that's real. So burn down the salary cap, keep Rodgers, lose Adams. I think Adams' agent is going to say, look, we need to test the market. We need, we can't let the, the Packers come in and give you a number that they think is a fair number before you actually hit the market. We, we got to break the bank here. Look at, look at your production, dude. You deserve it. Option three of the five unthinkable options is to trade Rodgers, keep Adams, possibly layer in an existing veteran quarterback to placate Adams that he won't have to work with a guy who's a trainee in Jordan Love, possibly throwing the ball all over the place. And that guy could be Derek Carr and the Raiders. Vegas would be appealing to Rodgers. Carr can be the uh, guy that helps make it get it done, two ones and a two, be very similar to the Lions-Rams deal involving Matt Stafford. Option four, trade Rodgers and lose Adams and then give Love his trial year with what's left and then you load up those assets you got for Rodgers for 2023. You're going to get a first for this coming spring in a Rodgers trade, but it's not all going to come in one year. There's, you know, the more ones you want and the more ones you get, you're going to have to accept them coming next year or possibly a third year after that. So you trade Rodgers, you lose Adams, you load up for next year, 2023, and then you give Jordan Love his one-year trial. Then you can see over 16 games, all right, do we go back into the draft with our massive war chest of assets in order to draft a quarterback because we would have had Love for three years, two on the bench, one starting, and we figured out, yeah, he's not really all that. And then finally, option five, the worst of the unthinkable options, Rodgers flat retires, and Adams leaves, and you get nothing. You lose, sir. Good day. You get nothing. You would still have to peel down the salary cap significantly, and you wouldn't have any assets coming back, and you lose Adams. God help us if it's number five. Well, I've narrowed your choices down to five unthinkable options. We are neck deep in the NFL playoffs, and you can now keep the excitement going with MyBookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched up to 1000 bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. All you have to do is sign up, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and you get your funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets at my bookie. With the NFL postseason in full swing, there's no shortage of games to choose from at my bookie. And everyone knows the playoffs equals points. Best time of the year to hammer the overs. How about the Bills and Chiefs? Way over in that one. Time to go ahead and jump in and have some fun. My bookie is home to exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using promo code ZABE and place your bets and get ready for the intensity of championship weekend. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. 
You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Having said that, my man, Johnny, want to count roads. Ladies and gentlemen, you know you have officially made it on the Zabecast when you have your own hand-picked walk-up music and here it is from a man, One Account Roads, Meatloaf, with Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Rhodesy, pour one out for old loaf, huh? R.I.P., baby, R.I.P. So why does this song have special affinity for you? I want to hear the backstory. Something tells me it was you with a ducktail in a muscle car in 1986 with a cassette tape. Wow, man, you are hitting a lot of buttons. <laughs> did I did I nail it? I mean, look, you and I are the same generation. When did you yeah, fall in I love mean, with Meatloaf? Actually, it was later, but I, I, you know, the part about Meatloaf is my affinity for baseball and getting caught in many rundowns in my dating career. <laughs> Wait, da- rundowns in your dating yeah, career you know, or in baseball? In my dating career, don't you recall the part in that song where he's, caught between home and third base and he better love her forever oh okay well i I don't know the song as well as you do but okay i I get that reference there okay so (laughs) you had rundowns (laughs) in your personal dating life back in the day (laughs) of course man you got to go in head first to get get to home that's for sure (laughs) oh god good to talk to you again it's been a while um we are here one week from when the movers come and take all of Grandpa's stuff from the house. Yep. One week Same away power. until the big new name reveal for the Washington football team, formerly the Redskins. It's uh, it's not easy uh, as I think about it, and I know that you probably have many thoughts, and I want to hear them, but how are you feeling? Well, I have to admit, today was tough. You know, the 30th anniversary of the last time we tasted glory and radio guests of our memories all day long, and some even brought emotions to, you know, fans who were calling in today on different radio shows and, and reading tweets and, you know, people waxing poetic and, and even some former players who outwardly spoke about hating <laughs> the current name that's going to be announced on Wednesday. The oh, 2nd. really? So, 
By the way, so I, yeah. I've been watching from afar. I'm here in Milwaukee right now, and I've been watching on social media the guests yep. and the clips and the lineups, and I just – part of me says I want to revel in it and remember and let the good vibes wash over me, but I'm afraid that that remembrance is more painful now yeah. than it is therapeutic. Is it more painful for you or is it therapeutic? It is because we'll never have that again, and it's hard to see it. It's like you're – it's like you're watching your ex-wife go down the, the aisle to the altar, you know, with someone else. It's it, it, one of our favorite assuming, players of all Assuming time. you loved your ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's not a bad one. How about this for an analogy? It's like you were once this athletic TV movie star, beautiful, and you were in some disfiguring accident. And you walk with a limp and your face is all fucked up and you watch old movies that you used to be in. That, I imagine, would be pretty hard to do. That would be tough. <laughs> you kind of just described my life. But no, I... <laughs> you know, one of our beloved players today, Charles Mann, literally said, they gave me three, the final three names and I hated every one of them. But wow. But I'm going to try my hardest. Wow, and he didn't he didn't tip his hand as to which one it's gonna be. No, and, and there were many efforts and he's like to Man, pry at him. I can't right. say anything more. You, you know what's funny <laughs> and you know what's very interesting is that Charles Mann, when he was playing, was a noted kiss ass, according to those who covered the team. Like he pretty much put on the fake God Squad act because he knew that that would keep him closer to Coach Gibbs. Did you know that about Charles Mann? Yeah, I mean, I hope he's in sales now because if you have that on-off switch, it works. Oh, and look, all is fair in love and war and in staying on an NFL roster, which is one of the hardest <laughs> things to do, right? Yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now on my computer screen of him with Joe Gibbs on his shoulder carrying off, being carried off. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. You know what's funny is that that anniversary of the 91 Super Bowl win for the Redskins over the Bills coincided with the 25th anniversary here in Wisconsin for the Packers win over the Patriots in the Super Bowl, which, of course, was not their first Super Bowl championship. But it was the first one in the modern era. It was the first one since the dark, long walk in the inept woods that had been the norm for Packer fans since Lombardi finally left. And so it carried a lot of special meaning up here. I talked to some of the guys and they just described what it felt like when they finally were once again, title town. And I thought, wow, there's a very similar feeling with how it was for the first time for us. Now that was not the first one for the Redskins. It was the third and the last. Yeah, but I do see the similarities and I try to tell my, my Ravens friends that where, you know, they're they're living in a time period where they're relevant every year, mostly. And, uh, you know, it's like people forget Green Bay was hideous. Oh, for, la for laughing, laughing stock. They would be called yeah. the Bay of Pigs by Berman when they would play Tampa Bay. The Bay yeah, of Pigs. Like, look at this shit game here. The stadium had yet to be renovated. And it was just a very blah bowl with bench seating. That's it. No amenities. They played two of their games in Milwaukee on a baseball Milwaukee. diamond, 
where both benches were on one side of the field because of how the configuration was. And believe it or not, uh, Johnny, even as late as 2003, when they finally passed a half-cent referendum in Brown County, Wisconsin, to renovate Lambeau Field and make it what it is today, it only passed 53 to 47%. Think what? about that. Yeah. It was a heavy lift and a hard sell for a county that is so dependent upon the NFL and the Packers for tourism and revenue and everything else. Yeah, that's I'll bet you the folks at, the football fans outside of Green Bay would never guess that. No, no, because they, they, the they wouldn't know perception. that. Right. The current perception clouds everything. And uh yeah. So anyway, so what do you think the name is gonna be? I think it's going to be the command, commaderals. <laughs> a combination of two bad yeah. names, the commanders and the admirals? Yes. <laughs> Man, you know. Come on, give me your prediction. Just, give me your prediction and give me what, in a perfect world, you'd like. It, it's going to be commanders. Okay. And what I would like is what they shot down a month ago when they said Red Wolves. what was coming. Yeah. Yeah. And look, just like you, I'm sure, I don't want any change. Right. But I thought that was the best name that would resonate with people like my son's age, who I believe the, the, the franchise should be focused on. Because our glory, you and I are sitting here reminiscing about our youth. Yeah. And and we're still here suffering. <laughs> they, they're taking advantage, or I'm sorry, they're taking for granted kids of my children's age right now. They don't find them to be compelling. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, I'm lucky that my oldest and one of my other two sons, they, they like to watch with me and they get excited. Right. Uh, Carson, is he loves Heineke and loves McLaurin. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, and so that's cool. I'm lucky there. But if Carson were to I one would... day say, "Dad, I kind of like Uncle Kyle and the guys," I'm going to be a Raven <laughs> fan. What would you do? I would be. I'd be sick. And <laughs> you, they've tried that. What, they've tried. They to have. That the, uh, oh, that oh, is dirty. God. That is dirty pool. Next time yes, I sir. see them, I'm going to tell them, "Hey, there are some things that are off limits." Jesus. Yeah. Like my wife said, how can it be commanders? You know, the command they're not multiple or plural commanders. There's a commander. A There's a commander of a team. That's interesting. Well And how it, does that resonate with our past? It it doesn't. It it this was uh, this was yeah, this is going to be like I feared it would be, which is focus group distilled and washed like a new pair of jeans 30 times before you wear them. And it's going to be as generic and unoffensive as possible, which means it's going to be bland. Why didn't they just call them the Washington Vanillas? Well, someone said if they had just, if Snyder had just said, you know what, Redskins is gone. We're putting a potato on the helmet. We're the Redskin potatoes. It would have been better than this. Because at least you could call them the Redskins. Yeah, and a bit of big middle finger right. to everybody, all the Biden voters. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> you know he did not have the balls to do it, and he was getting pressure from the sponsors, so what are you going to do? The other big thing, you know, the name is already done, whatever. The stadium talks are heating up, 
and of I guess Virginia is now coming strong, and they've got the governor that is aligned politically with Snyder. Uh, they've got more land and more options to do it. Do you? Well, I know you care where it's going to be. Do you have a preference at this point? I actually do, and I think you're going to cringe. I'm a Marylander, but I would much. It is much easier for me to get to your house than it is to get, get to, FedEx, to FedEx. Rao John. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, yeah. So, so you would vote for my, the uh, Dulles slash Loudon option. I would, and, and let's take me out of it. There's other reasons. There, I think a majority of your fan base is in that area. I think they've invested a lot of money in the Silver Line that comes down to what a little bit past Reston now, right? Um, with plans, I think, to extend into Leesburg. Um, it and and there's a toll road with four lanes, I believe. Um, it just makes the most sense, in my opinion. I, I can't believe how many Loudoun County residents are opposed to it. Um, but well, I get. I think it's we're worried about they're going to tax us for it. I and I hear you. I think that's fair. I, I remember going through this, visiting my mom in the Philly area, and listening to all the Eagles fans calling WIP complaining about you know, being taxed. And finally, I believe they went with the lottery to help fund the stadium. And uh, that whole area is now revitalized. It's right. something you got to think big picture, you know? I, I, think there's a, I think there's a value, and maybe it's just me, in having the stadium near the airport. So the, yeah, I, that's a great point. And, and, well, I think and there's, also there's, like, near, the, the, yeah. the, near Redskins Park. Right, near Redskins Park and near the airport, which is Loudoun. Um, and, and there is, you know, there's just more happening there than there is down in Prince William. There's, it's easier, even though it's longer, to get there. It's easier to get there than to get to, say, that Nook property on the other side of 495 across from National Harbor, right? The Oxen sure. Hill site. And the thought yeah, of so- rebuilding on Raljon, Jesus, God, no. In a million I, years, no. That would, I think you would really lose a massive segment of the fan base because we we deserve better than that. Oh, we really do. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of things we deserve, but yeah. you know, when I think of down Route 15 down into Prince William County, I think of my hometown of Frederick, which is still pretty divided between the old school Redskin fans and Ravens fans, I think you eliminate all Ravens fans, uh, Redskin fans. Yeah. If you get that far, that far down. Yeah. If you're the Occoquan admirals, as I have derisively called them. (laughs) Yeah, I really do. I I think, you know, RFK site would be better. And, and, and speaking of the Oxen Hill site, as you know, I invited you to national Harbor uh, on the day it snowed, ago. yeah, last two Sundays ago. Yeah, so my you didn't go aforementioned. Yeah. yeah, I was there. Oh, I thought you uh, did the not aforementioned, go. Aforementioned uh, Kyle and Jim, we stood out there by the Ferris wheel, and I was talking to a guy that works there, and I said, "Please point to the land they are referring to, because I see nothing but water," and I didn't realize it was to my right. Right. Over on the other side, other of, that side of the beltway. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that's why it wasn't making sense to me. There's no Metro there. That would be a nightmare. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, for those that don't want it in Loudoun County where I live, it's like, oh, you know, all the crowds and the traffic. I'm like, that is the dumbest argument ever. It's eight times a year. Like, otherwise, it's going to be empty. It's just not going to matter. Right. Eight. Thank you. Eight times a year on a Sunday. Where the fuck are you going to be on a Sunday? I'm at home. Yeah. We're on the golf course. You're jerking off or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I want to talk. I want to well, pivot here. Uh, first of all, how was National Harbor where they've got a sports book now? It was I, what you're, what you're sort of remembering is I told you we didn't make it to the casino. We hung out in the bars. Um, huh? I do want to throw this at you, though. Whoa, 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 whoa. You went all yeah, the way down to National Harbor, Harbor, the mm-hmm. Gay- Gaylord Hotel, right on the water. Mm-hmm. And the MGM Grand Casino is just a driver and a wedge away. It's under my nose. I'm, I feel like I felt like floating to it. And you didn't walk over there to wager on the games? Negative. We had a free place to stay. What? Yes. Uh, Kyle's girl had, we were add-in, add-in uh, invitees at the last minute. Hey, we got upgraded to a second bedroom. Do you guys want to come hang out with us? That's all that was. But I really wanted to go to the casino. That is the weirdest thing ever. I'm trying to absorb that. So you watched <laughs> one TV in a hotel room with three dudes, like a bunch of weirdos? Oh, no, no. We went out. To a couple places. Oh, you went to the bars. TVs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, where did you get your your bets down on? I didn't bet. What? Yes, I know. <laughs> What's happened but, to you? This is a good segue. Let me just finish with this. Yeah. This past weekend, the epic weekend of games, we went to the new Barstool Sportsbook at Charleston, Charlestown. Oh, Barstool put a sportsbook out in West Virginia. Uh, yeah, it's wow. phenomenal. Wow. It is and that's epic. Close, I've got pictures. That's close I'll to my house, it. as you know. That's a 20-minute easy, way out in the country, never any traffic drive. Yep, and I did place book, uh, bets. We did have an amazing TV set up in there with food and drink and uh, leaving with smelling like I ate like cigarettes. 10 cigarettes. I know. Um. <laughs> But West Virginia is going to be the last experience. West Virginia is going to be the last state that ever <laughs> dares to ban smoking inside. Well, you would have loved this. I showed up at the blackjack table after the last football game with two hundred cash in my hand and beat their brains in and left with two oh two. That a boy. <laughs> like, they must have had to open late the next day to restock. <laughs> Get a new line of credit after that beating. Way to go, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, Johnny? Next week when I'm back, can we go out? Can we go watch the Pro Bowl there? I, I miss <laughs> I miss our usual winter jam where there's nothing else to do, and you and I say on a Saturday night or a Friday night, let's go out to Charleston for wings and some college hoops and a little blackjack. Can we get that going again? We're going to be back at that. And Love it. I'd like to also throw this at you that my Super Bowl – gathering is in the house so keep that in mind all right i'll be in mexico but i hope you have a grand bash all right i'd rather come with you i know let's uh let's pivot here uh when you watch the rest of the nfl 
Mm-hmm. What do you see? Because you're a guy I like to talk about. What do you see out there with other teams and other players and other coaches? Well, the good teams, I just see ama- amazing skill <laughs> at the skill positions, amazing athleticism at the skill positions. Blistering and speed all over the field, right? All over. And, and not just offense. Yeah. I mean, guys on defense making plays and – Innovative play calling when when you realize, okay, Debo is more than a receiver. I'm going to use him every way I can. Right. You know, it, it's it's creative it's creative play calling. I'm seeing a very similar type quarterback in all on all the successful teams now. All these guys, I think you and I had an exchange. Other than Kyler Murray, these guys are six two, six three or taller, with rocket arms. They're not run first. They're pass first, but can be elusive. Oh, yeah. They're not run first, but they can run and will run and absolutely love to run. Like Josh Allen, as a runner, fascinates me. He is. I'm not bringing him down. He's incredible. They run him on power toss trap plays when they need four yards on third down. Like what? Should we not be doing this? It's awesome. Yeah. I worry about it because eventually he's got a break, but it doesn't ever seem like he takes a shot that makes him get up slowly. I agree. I mean, sure, he may break, but he's probably bigger than most DBs he's taken on. Do you remember the howling about him being drafted ahead of uh, another prominent uh mm, black quarterback in that draft i do and do you remember the dog whistles of racism like how dare you draft this cracker out of wyoming he sucks yeah awful jesus well white people are really bad in this country i've been (laughs) hearing that almost every day now for (laughs) 10 years hey no there there may be there may be progress because i mentioned this on this podcast and ryan clark went there as well he said if cooper cup were black we'd talk about him totally different. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. He said, he's not Julian Edelman. He's not Wes Welker. He's a route runner, the likes of which we haven't seen maybe ever. And he's really, really fucking fast. And he has the best hands in the league. He's awesome. Yeah. Well, kudos to Ryan Clark for saying that. That's one. That's one time. There's one. <laughs> Put it on the board. There's one. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> um, what uh, do you think the quarterback carousel will look like? You want to start making predictions on who's where? In terms of only the draftees or no. some of the guys that are in the league? No, here's who's on the quarterback watch list. Like, watch out. Okay. These guys could be moving. Rodgers, yep. Wilson, Carr, um, Brady coming back. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And is there anyone else that either is a don't know if he's coming back like Brady or uh, he might be on the move? Mm, Jameis Winston um, is a free agent. Okay. Uh, did you say Carr? You said I did Carr. Say, say Carr, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Garopp- I mean, Garoppolo. Garoppolo is another Garoppolo. guy in the mix. Okay. So let's yep. go. let's go team by team. Where is Russell Wilson? Um, I think he's leaving. I think that he will go, I'm going to say Denver. 
Really? Instead of Rodgers? See, I got Rodgers to Denver. Where I got think- Rodgers on his couch. No way. I think he's done. Walk-off retirement with the MVP and a humiliating home loss. Interesting. Okay. I mean, he can keep chasing if he wants. That He's won it one time um, I know. in many years where he should have won it. I know. And I don't you're, put that on him, by the way. You're um, not. I know. You're not alone in that. You're not alone in that. All right. Um, let's say uh, Deshaun Watson. Philly. Please, no. <laughs> they got the assets oh. to do it, and they once signed Michael Vick, so they don't fucking care that he got squinky with some masseuses. Well, to be honest, my boy Kyle brought up a great point, and, and it was so obvious staring right in our face. Philly can just say, why don't you just take our three ones that we have right now? And we'll take Deshaun Watson. Yeah, three ones. Yeah. They're sitting on three ones right and, now. And even even with an eight-game suspension for Deshaun Watson, you're still going to be out ahead, I think, with a trade like that. Yep. I think Philly is very, very much in play i i don't see washington with the assets to get him i don't see how that fits the commander's culture either uh so (laughs) you're so good all right how about this how about Derek carr to washington because i can see that happening i can too i think they'll keep him but i can see it happening um uh baker mayfield stays for the fifth year, just because they know what they don't have in him, but I don't think they're ready to go walking into the woods just yet. You meant there's another one we haven't talked about. Who that? What about our boy Kirk Cousins? Uh, I don't think he's movable. They owe him the full amount, forty million plus this year, and there's not really a trade market for him. Yeah, it's a big number to absorb. Um, I mean, they would have to, I guess, stretch it out into a new deal or something. But um, I hear you. I don't know. I, you know, I, I keep looking at our, my team and thinking they're going to miss out on any of the upper echelon guys in the league. And what if they don't like any of the college kids? Right now, last year, last year you put in a lot of personal YouTube scouting on the quarterbacks and you (laughs) I know you love it as a hobby I I respect it but you were the one banging the drum for Mac Jones so do you have a guy this year that you're already like nope this guy is it I'm telling you I have two guys one the senior bowl is going to tell us everything and that's Carson Strong I I've seen that dude make passes I've never seen in any highlight reel of any of the college kids coming out. All right, Carson Strong, for those who are not yet scouting the colleges for quarterbacks from? Nevada. Um, Kid had a horrible knee injury coming out of high school. Hasn't missed any time in college, but he was wearing a cumbersome brace, so the knock on him is going to be his mobility. Um, And I keep going back and watching him, and he's got a similar pocket presence to Mac Jones. He's not going to take off and, and avoid a sack if he's got a, you know, a bull rush coming at him, but he's mobile enough. He's got 
you know, Bradyish pocket movement. Right. All right. Um, so if he's there at eleven for the Commanders, you pulling the trigger? I I actually would like them to trade back into the twenties, and, and he's still, still going to be there. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the other guy I like, in, and the reason I like him is he resembles. He's had a similar path to our boy. Um, Herbert, um, Herbert, after his junior year, was the the shit, you know. And then suddenly he's not list- named going into his after his senior year into the draft. He's not named. I know as a hot commodity. I'm seeing the same thing with with Sam Howell. He, if he'd have come out after his junior year, he'd have been a first round pick. And now you know he laid an egg in his opening game. Um, but I like that he's six three. I like that he lost a lot of his skill players, including one to our team in Deami Brown, and he lost Carter. Right. And you know, fought back and had a pretty good season. Yeah. And I watch him go through a lot of progressions. Um, and he's got the size. All so right. those are the two guys. I am so gay for Justin Herbert. It's not even funny. Six six. I mean. The way he plays just makes me melt. He is yeah. a fucking slinging badass. Yeah, and you you see these these couch potatoes saying, you know, it was never about we wouldn't have taken Herbert instead of Chase Young, and I've always said no, it was never about that. It was a, there was never a question of Chase Young at two. It was Chase Young at two or trade back. And right. you trade back, and and Herbert is in your sights with yeah. other talent to pick up. Yeah, but you know what? The word on Herbert was he was soft, and boy, was that a fucking miscalculation. Oh well, it's it's fun, Zabe. You go back and go back to the last five drafts and read the experts' comments prior to going in. They said that Mahomes <laughs> it would have been he would have been lucky to be a second rounder. <laughs> It's it's awesome. I know. But you see, I said that about Mahomes just because he played in the uh, Outdoor Arena League and there had been so many guys who were failures. But here's the difference between me and them. I spent five minutes thinking about that on my fucking couch in my underwear. They spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and lots of plane flights to come to the same conclusion. Dummies. And don't get it right enough. No. Really, they don't. No, they never do. All right. I got five minutes, less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Johnny, you played baseball yep. uh, at a fairly high level, high school, junior college. Love the sport. Your son Carson is really good at baseball, so you're in that world. What do you think about the Hall of Fame? I think that to have sports writers who fancy themselves as writing from the perch of Moral Mountain feeling like they're anti this player or that player to protect some quasi integrity is disgusting. I feel like if you're going to keep out Barry Bonds because he juiced, you're saying that anyone from that era that is in the hall of fame or got accolades, never touched it. And this is going to be sacrilege for me to say this, but I was a massive Cal Ripken Jr. fan. And when that list 
came out, I cringed. I was scared to death his name was going to be on it. The, I'm thinking, the Mitchell report list that was never supposed to be public. Exactly. I'm thinking, who else makes more sense than a guy who hasn't right. missed a game? Right. You, you know, so I cringed, and I, I programmed myself mentally. If he's on that list, I have to realize this was the era he played in. Um, and so, yeah, it feels cheap. You know, it feels cheap these guys roided. But, you know, they just put a guy in that uh, his first – He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he tested positive. Yeah, funny how happy. funny so, how nobody has even tickled the underbelly of all those home run marks since. Yeah, in part because you know there's more specialists now. They're using guys for micro innings, one out, two outs, one inning. The velocities have gone through the roof. The spin rates, which they now can track, have gone through the roof. <laughs> Fucking pitching's gotten super nasty from just 20 years ago. Oh, I mean, there's talk about lowering the mound a little bit more there. You know, they talk about how the ball is tighter one year than another. Right. Um, there's no way Babe Ruth saw a 98 mile hour cutter <laughs> breaking no. down and away. <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> he saw two prostitutes from Chicago <laughs> running through the train half naked. That's what he saw. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh God. You know, so I say they should be in, and if you want to state a clause on their write-up by their bus in in Cooperstown, I think it's fair. Um, but I'd like them to be in. You've got the all-time leading hit leader, the all-time leading home run hitter, and the all-time leading Cy Young winner all out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's uh, that's a big gap right there. All right, how's the one account? You want to pimp for some business here with your new company? Hey, I want you guys to all know my business, Worldwide Technology. If you're a huge Washington Capitals fan, um, their logo is on the dashboard. You'll see that. Um, and what do you sell? Technology? Are, <laughs> yep, we're a massive technology um, integrator along with services um, and I was recently brought on business development to support the federal civilian agencies, and um, I'm very happy. It's a what is technology? Company. That's such a broad thing. What do you sell? And that's why. Ah, you sell servers. <laughs> do you sell fiber? Sell- do you sell bandwidth? Do you sell the cloud? Do you sell all tech support, it. desktop support, call centers? What desktop. do you do, buddy? You can't, like I got them all. <laughs> AI, ML, anything you want. <laughs> I am disappointed in one thing. I know you're cutting me off. We didn't talk uniforms, and that I can't believe. But we might have to touch on that another time. Uh, let's make it for the next one. Plus, we could talk about Brooks Kepka's new blonde haircut. We'll do that next time. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Agreed. All right, buddy. Great to talk to you, pal. We'll see you. All right. Thanks. Have a great night. We'll end on this. Cloudy with a chance of falling iguanas? I know this is not news to people who live in Florida, but it was new to me. Apparently, with the cold snap pushing deeper into the south right now in the winter, Florida and Miami has issued a falling iguana alert. What's that? 
Here you go. It is so cold down in Florida right now uh, that the National Weather Service is warning about the danger of falling iguanas. The Miami office sent out this advisory telling residents to be on the lookout for the falling reptiles. When it's cold, iguanas go into this dormant stage and become very still, making them prone to falling out of the trees where they sleep. They don't die when they fall, but it could be considered a hazard for the people and cars underneath them. Well, we should emphasize most don't die when they fall. There are some like 20-pound iguanas, and if it falls out of a high place, yeah. it, it could die from the impact. But yeah. Sam Champion, what was the story you were telling us off air about the no, guy? You know, people try to help them um, and they're, they're, by warming them up, but when, they're, when they revive after they've been warmed up, right. they're angry and they're confused. So there have been all kinds of stories about Floridians trying to help them put them in the car or take them into the house, and then when they come back alive out of that dormant state, they're kind of angry. So what do you do with an angry iguana or a duck? <laughs> Don't touch it. If you have them in the house, yeah. <laughs> no shit. I'd be angry and, and pissed off too if I was an iguana. I'd be embarrassed, number one. Number two, I'd be confused. Where am I? What's going on? And I would also be like, ah, my back hurts. The fuck? It fell out of a tree. And who's this person in my face? face? Ah, ah. Wait, is that what an iguana sounds like? All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Spread the word. Keep the Zabecast Nation growing strong. Rate and review if you got a second. It's a pain in the ass, I know. I'm guilty of not doing it as much as I should, but it does help the algorithmic overlords. If you'd like to be a full-time, devoted one percenter, join us on Fridays for a mere $5 a month. You get 12 months for the price of 11 if you sign up for a year. Otherwise, go month to month. Cancel any time you like. I don't, I'm not going to hold on to your 5 bucks like I need it desperately, but for those who are already subscribers, thank you very much. Tomorrow, the full breakdown of the championship weekend. Mr. X and I go through it all, so we should have a good time tomorrow on the Zapecast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you next time. We are neck deep in the NFL playoffs, and you can now keep the excitement going with MyBookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched up to 1000 bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. All you have to do is sign up, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and you get your funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets at my bookie with the NFL postseason in full swing. There's no shortage of games to choose from at my bookie. And everyone knows the playoffs equals points. Best time of the year to hammer the overs. How about the bills and chiefs way over in that one time to go ahead and jump in and have some fun. My bookie is home to exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to a thousand dollars by using promo code Zabe and place your bets and get ready for the intensity of championship weekend. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.